Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to the Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Bald Face Truth. I like to I like to think outside the box. I like this radio show to live a little bit outside the box. I do. People always say stuff like that, but here's what I mean. Like, you've got Oregon playing Colorado at Hudson Stadium. Big game. You got Washington State hosting Oregon State in Pullman tomorrow. Big game. A lot of college football, so my mind's on college football. And our next guest is a former University of Oregon football player. But there's a twist to the story. Because you may remember A.J. Hodgkins on the football field at Oregon. You may remember him at Tigard High School. Now he's fighting. We're going to talk to him about an upcoming fight. That's right, he's football turned fighter. We had a football player on here one time that turned into an opera singer. A.J. Hodgkins has done the opposite of that. (laughs) He is throwing fisticuffs now. And we'll talk to him about that coming up. But I want to talk some football with him as well. Because he's a guy who went through getting into the transfer portal after uh, his senior year at Oregon. And what was that experience like? So he looks back on his time at Oregon. It's an interesting time when he was there. You know, he sort of had this transition from Chip Kelly to Mark Helfrich to Willie Taggart to Mario Cristobal that was all going on, and A.J. Hodgkins was right in the middle of that, and he's joining us now. How are you, man? Hey, what's going on, brother? How are you? Really good to hear your voice. I know a lot of people, you know, your high school buddies are probably listening, and a lot of people who saw you play at Oregon are listening, but uh, let's talk a little football before we get into the fight stuff. Like, what what do you make of Coach Prime Colorado coming to Austin Stadium? You know what, man? I'm a huge fan, man. I've actually been watching Colorado the past couple weeks. I've been watching Oregon too, um, but I'm a huge fan of uh, Coach Prime. And uh, but I'm also hoping that Oregon goes ahead and gets the W this weekend. Obviously, uh, being my alma mater. But uh, yeah, no, I'm a huge fan of Colorado. I hope they hope they continue to do well this year. And I think uh, it's a good change up for college football. All right, you know what it's like to play at Autzen, and you saw visiting teams come in there. What makes that environment difficult for for opposing teams? I just think the noise level, man. I think the the crowd gets rowdy and uh, gets behind the ducks. And um, I think I think uh, you know for Colorado, I, I don't I don't know how much it'll affect them. You know, just given the fact that wherever they go, it's going to be a lot of camaraderie. But uh, you know, you know, I hope the I hope the stadium's rocking this weekend, and I hope that uh, it's a good game. When you left Oregon after your senior year, you were a graduate transfer. You got in the portal. You got to go through that experience. What what was that like? Because I think it's a fairly new phenomenon, and most of us will never get a chance to be in the portal. You know, what is that experience like as a player? Uh, you know, for as a as a player, so I wasn't uh I wasn't actually like with, with the NLI and all all that yeah, stuff uh, right. before the. It, I actually had to graduate, so my, my experience was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I was a grad transfer, and I entered the uh, transfer portal, and that's why I ended up going to UTEP, actually, is because I graduated, and uh, I know I'm live on the radio right now, but my GPA wasn't the best, 
And so that was the only grad school that I could get into. Now I believe, and I, and I haven't I haven't been around college football or college football world in the last couple of years, but now I believe uh, you're you're allowed to transfer and you don't have to sit out a year anymore. So it'd be no. a little bit different for me now. You know what I mean? Because that's yeah. being the fact that I wouldn't have had to uh, graduate. You know. Yeah, because I know at the time when you left Oregon, I want to say like Arizona State and some others, uh, they wanted you because I know because I heard co- coaches talking about it. And, you know, unfortunately, you yeah, you're right. You were at a time where you had to sit out a year and, uh, you know, but now you could have just jumped in the portal. And I think it's a good thing for, for college football, obviously, and look at look at what it's done for Colorado. Um, you know, for, for others who have watched you play, did you have a highlight at Autzen, did you have a coach that maybe really mentored you and helped you? Like, you know, give us an idea of what it was like to be a player. Uh, man, it was awesome being a player, man, at Autzen, uh, or at, at Oregon, excuse me. Uh, coach Pelham was uh, the coach that, the linebacker coach that recruited me. Um, I think I think he was moving from uh, D.C. to just being the linebacker coach at the time, but uh, I think Coach Pelham was a, a, a great mentor for all of the linebackers and really just everybody in the defensive room. Um, so, I mean, hats off to Coach Bellum. I haven't talked to him in, uh, in probably like three or four years now, but uh, he's someone that I frequently think about, uh, and I, uh, especially as an adult. And, and now as a mixed martial artist, um, just my mindset and stuff has changed. And uh, now, now I kind of uh, resonate with, with some of the stuff that he was telling us, and I know that he was trying to steer us in the right direction. I was there uh, 2016, so it was an interesting time. It was a uh, a time between, Mark, like you said when, when you introduced me, is a time between Mark Helfrich and then Willie Taggart. So the two years that I was there being a JUCO transfer, I was only there two years. And uh, so we changed the coaching staff. So it was a little bit different for me, um, uh, given that, given that, uh, g- given the coaching staff change. But I would say that Coach Pelham uh, had a huge impact on, on my life personally and uh, definitely the linebackers that were around me. Yeah, it was a, that, was, that was a weird time because – Helfrich got fired, and then it was Taggart, and then it was one year, and then it was Mario Cristobal, and I felt like the program really lost connection with a lot of players from the past. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Yeah, we. we uh, it's funny because uh, I was watching uh, some some of the Colorado uh, pregame stuff, and the last time that they beat Oregon, I guess, was uh, 2016. And then you asked about a big moment. I had a big sack that game um, <laughs> uh, uh, against. Uh, Colorado and actually the the quarterback who I now know uh, he's he's from El Paso Texas where I live now um, but it, anyway uh, Vermontes I think his name was so that was a big play that I have but uh, it's interesting yeah we didn't do too well that 2016 year we had we had pretty uh, pretty good players man like with Justin Herbert and and like Pharaoh Brown some of the some of the older guys and uh, yeah but anyway just looking back at it it's funny because uh, the last time Colorado beat. Uh, Oregon was at Oregon, and it was uh, 2016, my year. A.J. Hodgkins, our guest. Uh, we've talked about him at Oregon as a linebacker. Now we got to talk about what he's doing now. Uh, you are in the MMA world. you got a fight coming up. Let's first talk about the transition you made from football to, to fighting. Was that something you always wanted to do, or did you just kind of pick it up in training, or how did you get started? No, man, I was, uh, you know, I started to become a fan of the UFC, man, and uh, and I started uh, right, right when, actually, right when I got done playing, I, I started training maybe maybe a year afterwards, and it just started to scratch my competitive itch, you know. Someone that's always, always been competitive, I, I grew up playing sports my whole life, and then when I got done with football and the NFL didn't work out, 
um, I actually ended up getting the CFL contract. I didn't end up going to the CFL because I, I was in, uh, falling in love with the mixed martial arts and uh, some of the stuff that I was doing, uh, uh, like on an entrepreneurial side. But um, yeah, man, I, I right maybe about a year, year and a half after football, um, dove into MMA, started picking up some jujitsu stuff like that, and uh, and now I'm, I'm actively competitive, and uh, it's something that I felt falling more and more in love with every day. So. Um, just super excited to, to go out there and, and show my new skill set uh, this upcoming October 7th. Yeah, October 7th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting. That's Sean Merriman's uh, you know, group that uh, is doing the MMA fighting. Uh, it'll be in Long Beach, but uh, tickets at lightsoutxf.com. Uh, give me an idea. The adrenaline rush walking into a stadium, the adrenaline rush walking into a fight. How is it different? Uh, you know, I'll say the the you know when, when it's it's different because uh, one is a team sport and then one is just you out there, right? So uh, I, I I never really knew how to be a true competitor. I, I I'm picking up uh, uh, like being becoming a true competitor as a mixed martial artist, and the reason for that is is exactly what I just said, which is like I'm the only one going out there. It's it's 100% accountability and it's extremely intense. So uh, whatever competitive advantage that I can create. Uh, during training, uh, during my preparation leading up to the fight, the moments before the fight, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, I'm trying to pick up on and go in there the best version of myself because at the end of the day, um, you know, you're the only one out there. It's like, you know, when you're playing linebacker, it's, it's very easy for, you know, for you to go out there and uh, and kind of hide because there's 22 other guys on the field at the same time. But, um, you know, you know, with this uh, transition into mixed martial arts, um, I love it because I'm I'm truly learning how to become a true competitor, and uh, it's totally changed my life. And uh, again, like I'm just super excited to show you guys the levels. And I've always been a really great athlete, and um, and I'm excited to show you guys that you know uh, because I I don't feel that I I, I reached my full potential as a football player from the mental aspect, but I think uh, with with this second time around in mixed martial arts, um, I'll get to show you guys that. So I'm I'm extremely excited. Was there a moment for you where you were like, hey, this is cool. I could just keep it a hobby. I could just train and be, you know, this is a workout thing that where you went from that to I actually need to compete in this and see what I can do. Yeah, that's what it was at first. I was just kind of doing it. Uh, you know, I was doing some fitness influencing stuff at the time. And I was like, man, maybe I'll fight one of these influencers. Maybe I'll fight like Jake Paul or something and collect a bag. And, you know, maybe if I could just get good enough to fight one of those guys. And then, uh, you know, I started to, I started to compete uh, locally in some jiu-jitsu. And I was just like, man, you know, like, why not? You know, why not do this? You know, and this is a, this is a second opportunity for me. And then also, when you look at the sport of mixed martial arts, it's only been around, you know, maybe 30 years, right, at the UFC level. So, uh, one of the things for me is like, you know, football is a game that's been around for hundreds of years now, and it's a it's super saturated when it comes to just elite-level athletes. And I think that, uh, you know, more football guys, more more guys that maybe play basketball, uh, team sport athletes um, are going to start to pick up uh, mixed martial arts as you, as you continue to see it grow um, because, again, it's fairly new, and the UFC is only becoming more popular. So, I feel that I have a great chance and a great opportunity uh, to go in and take over the sport, and that's exactly what I intend to do. All right, give me an idea. You know, the the boxing part versus grappling versus the the jujitsu. What came most naturally to you? 
You know, with the with the football background, brother, is the is the wrestling, bro. I love to wrestle, man. I love like the feeling of like like just contact, you know, and uh, and and and, uh, and so the wrestling's come very natural to me. But also, I grew up playing basketball, man. So I grew up, and I, I didn't start playing football until my junior year. If you guys, uh, if you guys are, uh, if if we got tiger uh, individuals on the, they'll they'll vouch for me on, on here. But uh, yeah, I didn't start playing uh, football until my junior year in high school. So I grew up a basketball player, and I feel the the basketball game is, is similar to the striking, just being out in open space, uh, footwork, movement, stuff like that. But I feel with my football background, the the, the jiu-jitsu, the wrestling has come super natural to me. It's like getting someone on the ground uh, in front of 65,000 uh, fans at Austin Stadium is, uh, is is much tougher than getting someone on the ground uh, in, in the cage because we're locked in the cage together and it's just me and them. So, um, again, man, and, and, and like I said, man, the – the football athlete. I think football athletes are the best athletes in the world, um, just from a raw athletic talent standpoint. So, um, again, I'm going into a game where I feel like I have a tremendous advantage due to my athletic ability. And, again, I, I just intend to show you guys that, and I'm excited to do so October 7th. Being in shape, in football shape, versus being in MMA, UFC shape, right. what's the difference? I'll tell you the difference, brother. There's no pat in your head and coming out of the game, man. Once you're in the cage – uh, you're in the cage, you know, so if you gas out, that'll be on you. So, um, you know, uh, the, 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 and that's why, again, it goes back to what I was saying about, you know, my mindset as a football player versus my mindset as a mixed martial artist. And, you know, you, if you don't put your all and your everything into this, you're going to run into someone that is. And, uh, you know, you, they're going to show you that there's levels to this. And so I'm just putting my, my, my all, my everything into my training, into my preparation, and and, uh, and that'll lead to my, uh, you know, you know, great performances and, and I feel that it already has. I've only been training really two, two and a half years now. And, uh, you know, I'm super excited to watch, and I'm only going to continue to get better. A.J. Hodgkins is our guest. Uh, it'll be October 7th. Yeah, tickets are available at lightsoutxf.com. Uh, do you know much about the guy you're fighting? I don't know much about the guy I'm fighting, no. No, I'm, I'm – you know what? Uh, you know, for me, it's, it's more so about me. It's more so about – just like I said, man, just making sure I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm doing all the right things that I need to be doing, and then showing up the best version of AJ. And that's uh, and that's what I intend to do, man. October seventh, Long Beach, California. If you guys are uh, in Southern California area, make sure you guys stop by. Um, it will be exciting. I promise you guys that. All right, AJ, I appreciate you. Thanks for giving us time. Uh, I'll be at Austin hey. uh, tomorrow. And any prediction for Colorado, Utah? Excuse uh, me, Colorado, Colorado Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, Colorado yeah, Oregon. No, 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 you're good. Uh, man, you know, I think uh, I think it's going to be a shootout, man. I think Oregon go, uh, uh, wins 44-37. That's what, if, I had to, if I had to put a number on it. A lot of points. A lot of points. All right, AJ, <laughs> thank you, man. AJ Hodgkins now fighting. How about that? I, I think you're going to see more and more of that, too. I think we already are seeing it. But he got into fitness, and I was looking for a little different angle on the game. And I thought, you know... Here we got a guy who can talk a little bit about the game, also has an event coming up. Good to catch up with A.J. Hodgkins, uh, former Tiger High School standout. He says 44-37. I think that's too many points, but we'll see. We'll talk uh, coming up about our predictions for the game. Steven, we're going to lock in our predictions. Do you, uh, you think 44-37? That's a lot of points. 
You think it could be that kind of game? Um, I do. I, I think it could be that. Maybe not that high a scoring, but I do think that uh, Colorado is going to get into the 30s. I, I probably I have 45-31 yesterday, so mm-hmm. I, I'm 45-37. Not, not too far off. All right. So let's talk about our predictions coming up. We will uh, go through the Pac-12 weekend. By the way, the Super Niners looked pretty good last night on uh, Thursday Night Football. Don't think that I didn't notice that. Niners uh, beating up on the New York Giants. The Niners have that feeling to me that they they are just that kind of team. They got to the NFC Championship a year ago. I know I'm a Niner fan. But, uh, you know, as long as they can keep their quarterback healthy, I I think they're they're right there with the Philadelphia Eagles or whoever else shows up uh, at the end of the season. All right, you and I will talk about our picks coming up. I'll uh, give my picks. I had one game I... I just went back and forth and back and forth on. I just don't know what to do with it, but ultimately I had to decide. So we'll lock in our Pac-12 picks, plus the 5 at 5. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face hey, sorry Truth. to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.